This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to A Page Too Far, the show where each week one of us reads a book and tells the other all about it. Ooh, sometimes we have cookies, too. <laughs> do we have cookies? I do out in my kitchen. Hang on. We'll, we'll get the... We'll... <laughs> We can get some afterwards. Aw. Will the cookies taste good or will they taste bad? We'll find out soon enough. I hope they taste good. My name is Gluss, Lord of Slime. And this is my co-host, Rosebud. I See, I went into this thinking I'm not going to do the thing where I stutter over the name. I'm just going to come up with a joke. <laughs> but how do I come up with a joke for Rosebud? Uh, I mean, it's from the movie Citizen Kane, so you can quote the movie. I've never seen Citizen no. Kane. Well, all, all you need to know is, there's no money that's worth this. That's all you need to know. There's no money that's worth this. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm working on my back catalog of uh, of classic movies. Yeah. Citizen Kane is one of the next ones, but I it's did 12 Angry Men, and then I did Casablanca. <gasps> I love 12 Angry Men. Yeah. But Citizen Kane is extremely boring. Really? And I don't blame anyone who doesn't like it. Huh. It's it's it was a revolutionary film because it was the first one t- that the character went through an arc. Ah, where he started off as one person and ended as a completely different person. That okay. was like one of the f- only films to have ever done that, and it revolutionized film. And that's why everyone holds it up as one of the best movies ever. But okay, it's really fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I have to say those are some of the worst names I've I've thought up. For the, I could not think of names that would fit with the book I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, uh, that happens sometimes. I did Scientology, and I went off on Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, like, it's just so. Don't even worry about the names. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. We we streamed for the second time last night. We did, and I still feel bad about it. Was it was terrible. <laughs> we got robbed. We're o for two, man. Yeah. Um. The we we keep fucking up the audio so it just doesn't sound good. Next time I think we'll nail it. I think next time we will third time pace for all. Yeah, I think we'll have it figured out. Uh, so join us over at a page too far on Twitch. A game too far. Uh, I'm sorry, a game too far. And if you search it, you have to put all that together. No spaces. Twitch.tv/slash a game too far. Yes, your, your direct link works best. Yeah. So this week the book I read is called Donna Rose and the Slug War. Ooh. Yes, I. I got it from a used bookstore. Okay. And I was intrigued by what a slug war would look like. It's a Cedar Harbor mystery. Yes. Uh, which makes me, I didn't look this up, but I, I guess there are more books based on the character in this city of Cedar Harbor. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's a very simple cover. It's just a slug in some grass. Yeah. It's just very, very, very simple cover. Uh, it's written by Norma Tadlock Johnson. Can confirm. It's a... A very interesting name. Uh, this is a mystery novel. Ooh. I didn't learn my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a mystery novel again. We, we've done two or three of those? Uh, yeah, but, and they've always like gone on for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. But this one mm-hmm. is a very, very simple mystery novel. Okay. I still like the detective one. That one was fun. Yeah, that one. this one of the, my favorite books I've ever read, yeah. I think. It was so interesting to me. Uh, this book was published in 2004 and was published uh, by Wheeler Publishing. Huh. So this book is 251 pages long. Nice. Uh, yeah, good size. It was yeah. a very, very easy read. Cool. It's probably the easiest book I've read. Those are fun. Yeah. They, they, it was very straightforward, very simple, and also mildly entertaining. So let's jive. Let's jive in. Let's jive in. <laughs> 
Donna Rose and the Slug War. So the protagonist of this story is a woman by the name of Donna Galbraith. Not Donna Rose? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you're as confused as I am. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Uh, She is a 60-year-old retired school teacher. Oh, wow. Yep. She's my mom. Yeah, she's... (laughs) She's a, she's a little older. Uh, she lives in a town called Cedar Harbor. Uh, it's a coastal town along the Puget Sound in Washington State. Oh, nice. I don't know if this is a real spot or not. I would guess not. I was just listening to Owl City. So the book states very clearly that nobody in Cedar Harbor knows more about the town's history or its people. Than Donna? Than Donna. Mm-hmm. But then it mentions an older lady later who knows more about the history of the town than oh, her. Weird. But uh, anyways, uh, she's very knowledgeable. Okay. And uh, she's she's a little bit of a busybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, that tracks if she knows everything about everything. Yeah, and, she likes gossip. Yeah. And that plays a big part of, in this book, basically. Mm-hmm. She loves to garden. She's a very apt gardener. Okay. Uh, and she has a lot of stuff growing around her home. Nice. Uh, but she hates slugs. So the book starts with Donna finding a body. Ooh, of slugs? No, <laughs> a human body along oh. the sound, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of washed on the shore a little bit. So she calls the police. They come pick up the body. Whoop, whoop. Uh, the police chief, uh, his name is uh, Bill Doniker, I think. I didn't write down his last I name. Like, I like the last name Doniker. Yeah. and uh, It's a very cop name. And uh, he, the chief identifies it as Lyle Corrigan. Oh, I always knew he'd end up washed up one day. It's, it's weird that it, the, the book states that the police chief identified the body as Lyle Corrigan, mm-hmm. but Donna knows Lyle Corrigan. Okay. This isn't Lyle Corrigan? So, no, it is. Oh. But it doesn't say she identified the body. I guess she didn't get close enough. Maybe. Yeah. She yeah. saw a body and called somebody, but she, but she knows the guy. Right. So, but anyways... Uh, also the police chief, uh, his name is Bill, but Donna calls him Billy <laughs> because she used to teach him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And he hates that. Of course. Cause he's the police chief now. Right. Uh, he's also a colossal dumbass. Oh, and everybody in town hates him. Nice. <laughs> Everyone bullies him throughout this book. I ain't your Billy bully. And, uh, it's, it, I think by the end they all vote him off. Nice. Uh, like, like they fire him basically collectively as the police chief and put someone else in the position. Nice. But it, I just love it throughout this whole book. He's trying to investigate the murder the best he can, but he's just really stupid. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, you're so stupid. Why are you the police chief? <laughs> it's great. Why is he the police chief? How did he get there in the first place? If everybody hates him now. I don't know. It's yeah, it's confusing. I guess nobody else wanted to do it. Sure. Okay. Uh, so Lyle was the owner of a hardware store in town. Oh, uh, he was, he was a businessman. It was a pretty good sized store. Lyle's hardware. And uh, he was also on the waterboard. The waterboard. Now, it's not what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a board that is designated to protect the area of the sound. Close. Okay. Um, like it's, a conservation kind of board. Sort of. It's a board that decides uh, the, 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 there's a bit of a water issue, which I don't think this happens in Washington State, mm. but the, they're, they sometimes run short on water, fresh water. Oh, is Washington State like the rainiest state? In exactly. The US? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think this would happen, especially around the Sound. But basically, they're a regulatory committee that tells people how much water they can use per season. Okay. So they're like, well, we've taken some measurements, and we think that you know you shouldn't be able to use this amount of water except on certain days. Okay. And they'll give 
large parts of the city like certain days to use water right uh so lyle's on the 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 board the water board uh and so was donna actually oh that's how she knows him yeah okay uh so later uh deputy jake he's actually a new guy Hmm. he recently became deputy okay all right uh and he's talking with donna uh because you know there's been a murder she found the body he's got to ask yeah 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 Yeah, gotta get the deposition so she talks a bit about lyle and, uh, you know, Jake asked the, the normal questions, like, who do you think would have it out for him? And she's like, well, it would be easier to list all the people that didn't have it out for him. Oh, wow. Uh, he wasn't a very nice guy. Okay. Uh, it was rumored that he abused his kids and his wife. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he was a pretty ruthless businessman. So he ran some people out of business in order to buy their, mm-hmm. their, their, their mm-hmm. land, basically. Uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, so the, it's a pretty open case. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, there's also a new woman in town, uh, that Donna notices and some other people notice right away. Cause it's a pretty small area. Her name's Roxanne. Uh, her name is Karen. Huh? And she is very fat. I'll go get my manager <laughs> according to, and she has horribly bleached blonde hair. Yep. She looks like Karen basically. That, that tracks. And and Donna is is like almost distraught over how she looks. What? Why it's, does she care? It's very strange. Because she's a busybody, that's why. Yeah, but she's like, oh, that hair is so awful and she's so fat. She must have so many problems in her life <laughs> to make her that way. <laughs> I can fix that. It's a little strange. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, and she also wears dark glasses all the time. Karen does. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's like, who the fuck is she? Why is she in town? Why is she so mysterious? Because hmm. she, she she always seems to be hurrying no matter where she goes. She doesn't talk to very many people. Over time, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, the timeline is going to be a little weird because I'm skipping a lot. Okay. Because uh, in between all of these facts is Donna just living her life. Ah, like the boring stuff, the very boring stuff. And she talks with her friends and stuff like that. So later, she realizes that she knows Karen. Her name isn't Karen. Oh. Uh, and she finds this out because Karen does something. And she was like, I knew somebody who did that. It was one of my students a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And she like chews on her knuckles, I think. Uh, oh. When she's nervous. Yeah. And then they're all red. Yeah. From that. Yeah. And she's like, I only knew one person who did that. And her name was Jolene. 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 Oh, there's a song about her. And uh, Jolene was lyle's daughter Ooh, so lyle's daughter's back in town and lyle shows up unalived yeah, exactly and Interesting. There, he was rumored to have abused his kids yeah yeah for sure so it's like oh there's you know she's got to be prime suspect number one yeah i didn't know you spelled jolene with an h-e-r-r-i-n-g <laughs> that's my guess just throwing that out there so jolene as well as lyle's other son lyle jr mm-hmm. who goes by will i'll call him lil I'll, I'll be referring to him as well because he doesn't like being called Lyle. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Because he doesn't like his dad. Yeah, so, yeah no. That, um, yeah. And him him and Jolene left home when they were pretty young. Okay. Like as soon as they could, 18. They were just, I'm gone. Yep. I'm out of this town. So Donna talks to Marie, who is Lyle's wife. Okay. So Marie Corrigan. Marie. And she's always been a very mousy woman. Beata Maria. Very quiet. She doesn't, uh, doesn't really open up to anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say she exhibits traits of being abused? Uh, I'm not sure. They don't really talk about her that much other than she's just mousy and keeps to herself. Okay. 
The abuse seems to be aimed more towards the kids than her. Okay. But but at times they speculate she was probably also abused to a certain extent. Did he poop on the bed? No, he didn't do that. Going uh, to date this? Uh, so Donna has a neighbor. Uh, his name is Cyrus, and I forget his last name, but his first name is Cyrus. Abernathy. I think it's Mark. Cyrus Mark. Two first names, can't trust him. So, <laughs> and, uh, so... So what, something that Donna does mm-hmm. is when she finds slugs in her garden, she puts them in a half, half of a gallon jug. Okay. So like a milk gallon. Yeah. Yeah. Cut, cut the top off. Yeah. She puts them in that and then she goes over to the fence between their properties. She moves a loose board and then dumps them into his garden. Oh, what a jerk. Now, the reason she does this is because they have a little bit of a feud. Sure. When he first moved in next door, he went. To, to her place and said, hey, uh, I looked at the, the laylands and stuff, or uh, is that what it's called? The the property lines. Property lines, yeah. Uh, not laylands, whatever. Uh, yeah, laylands are different. Yeah, they're different. Uh, I, I looked at the property lines and I noticed that the fence in between our property kind of goes into my property a little bit. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with me tearing down the fence and building a new fence? I'll pay for everything. And so she's like, yeah, that sounds fine, I guess. And so he hands her some paperwork and she doesn't even read it. She just signs it. Ooh. And so he's like, awesome. I'll have it done. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go visit my daughter in New York or something. Yep. So while she's, you know, while she's gone, it'll do this. She gets back and he had partially destroyed her guards, which were along that fence in order to move it, which of course he did. Well, yeah. Because he's moving the goddamn fence. He told you this. Yes. And she is very upset by this. She is her own worst enemy. an idiot yes in every aspect like i never i this whole time i'm like she is a stupid bitch yeah yeah and he has nothing to apologize for yeah um but anyways that's where the feud started and he was never like what's the word he's never uh he was he antagonistic? never antagonistic he, he, uh, he doesn't antagonize her exactly he's not antagonistic mm-hmm. uh but she seems to think he is. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because he's he's her enemy at this point. Yeah. Even though he's not, yeah. she thinks he is. So everything he does is construed with malice. Yeah. So as the book goes along and they talk to each other more, mm-hmm. they have a very, uh, you know, a feudy relationship. But then as they learn more about each other, it becomes kind of a love-hate relationship. Okay. And spoilers, by the end of the book, it's like, oh, they might get together, but it doesn't resolve, which I'm, if it's a series, I'm guessing. Probably later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm not really going to bring that up because it's not relevant to the plot, Mm -hmm. but that's their relationship is they start off feuding and then it's like, oh, we have more in common than we thought. I misjudged you. And then by the end, it's like, hey, we're kind of friends now. (laughs) Turns out you were just being an ignorant slut. Yeah. Uh, that's what she does. She dumps the slugs into his thing. And I guess that's why it's called the slug war, but it literally doesn't come up. Like it comes up every now and then throughout the book, but then halfway through the book, it's completely dropped. (laughs) So that's kind of stupid. You know how big the, uh, the biggest slugs in the world are? I would imagine they would get up to like six inches. Oh, more than that. Really? Yeah. The, 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 not like the world's biggest slug, but the biggest breeds of slugs, uh, get up to like 35 pounds. Jesus They're Christ. black slugs, like as big as my arm. Are you talking about snails? No, slugs. Ew, that's yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. They're huge. They're, where, li- they're like that. Where are they from? Um, I don't remember. I think they're called black slugs. I think you're fucking making them. No, that up. no. I saw a video of them earlier today. 
No cap. Uh, that's gross. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now just to see where they're from. Northerly, the most northerly regions of Europe, they can grow up to a length of 30 centimeters and they eat fungi. And they can change colors. They can be red or black depending on the kind of fungi that they eat. Oh, that's fucking nasty. It's huge. Jesus. Yeah. It's just a it's it's a it's a slime from Dark Souls. Yeah, I wouldn't even identify that as a slug if I saw it. Yeah. I'd just be like, ew. It's that's... A, I mean, I wonder if because like like uh like slimes and black puddings and things like that are very European based. Hmm. Yeah. Mytholo- mythological things. I wonder if this is an inspiration for that. Um, that was a tangent. There was a tangent, and nobody got to really enjoy it because we were looking at pictures, and you were gesturing with your. <laughs> I, I said it's as big as my arm. So picture picture That's... something as big as your arm and as wide around as your calf uh, going up your butthole. Well, don't picture that. It, no, I mean, unless I, you're into that, I want you to picture that. Um. <laughs> so uh, Donna wants to figure this out. Okay. Uh, some of the details of this whole situation is nagging at her. She's like, I, I want to do some snooping. So she talks to Marie, Lyle's uh, widowed wife. Okay. Yep. And uh, and she learns that Marie is totally aware of Jolene's return. Oh. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know she's back. And Donna's like, why the hell did you not take this info to the police? Oh, maybe it's because it's not their business. Well, she's basically like, well, she's my daughter. <laughs> like... And I don't think she did it. Yeah. So like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Donna gives her an ultimatum. Oh. And she says, it is my responsibility to bring this to police chief's attention. So the next time I see him, I'm going to tell him. So you better come clean before then, which what a bitch. (laughs) I mean, I kind of understand where it's like, I have a civic duty to do this. Right. But man, (laughs) like if you're Jesus, if you're going to, well, it's a tough situation, I guess. I was going to say, if you're going to do it anyway, just do it. Don't even go to her. Yeah. But you are giving her a chance, but she already hasn't done it. Right. I don't know. So she's not going to do it. If you feel if you feel morally obligated to do it, just do it. Oh, I have a note here uh, that she finds weird slugs in her garden. Ooh. So, like, she goes back to gardening, and then she finds more slugs than before. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell? And some of the slugs are not native to Washington State. <gasps> so she's like, why is this? And... I put it on my notes because I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Maybe that's a clue. I'll bet Maybe it that'll isn't. come back later. I'll bet it doesn't. It's dropped and it never comes up again. Interesting. So, yeah. I think after having finished the book, I think that Cyrus was moving the slugs back to her garden. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. maybe even buying slugs from somewhere to throw in. Probably, I don't know. You can probably Amazon. Sure. But you can uh, Amazon fish. I bet you can Amazon a slug. So that, that's my only guess because it's never brought up again. Yeah. That's pretty much where the slugs stop. Um, well, it, it does come up one more time when she does the thing and starts pouring slugs and then he steps on her hand <laughs> and he's like, ah, gotcha, bitch. And then they kind of go back and forth yeah. over that. Uh, and she's embarrassed having been caught doing something so petty. Maybe don't do something so petty. So Donna eventually, uh, tells deputy Jake, she runs into him eventually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a couple days later. And she's like, well, I said, if I ran into one of the police, I would tell them. So she does. She's like, Joe Lane's in town. It's kind of suspicious. You might want to look into that. Yeah. And Jake is really pissed off. And he's like, you knew that for the past couple days and you didn't come to us right away. Uh, and he's, he's pretty pissed. And the chief is also pissed. Again, that's a hard, that's a hard thing. Well, the reason they're pissed is because Jolene has disappeared. But they didn't know she was there. Well, they did. They, they figured that out. And then when Donna came to them, they're like, wow, if you had told that us that earlier we could have apprehended her but when we figured it out she disappeared so in between 
Donna finding out and yes. Donna telling them they had found out and then she had disappeared. Yes. Okay. So if Donna had told her when she found out, then they could have, then they could have apprehended her because she hadn't disappeared yet at that yeah, point. Yeah. Now okay. they're like, oh, she's on okay. a lamb now. So, okay. Now that makes a lot. I was, I was, uh, I wasn't following that, but we got there. Uh, so what, what, it, what ended up happening is that when Donna told Marie, I'm going to tell the cops, mm-hmm. Marie just told Jolene. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's what happened. On a scale of one to what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly. did you think was going to happen? Uh, so Donna has lunch with one of her friends. Her name is Carrie. Last name, not important. Grant. And uh, they, they go to like this little quaint restaurant where they got chowder. Oh. And uh, they, they're having a pretty good time. And while they're there, an ambulance goes screaming past. Whee! And it's a, it's a small enough place that she's like, I probably know who that's for. Right. Um, so she's concerned. And, uh, and, and then she finds out, like, as they're sitting there dining, someone comes in who knows who it's for. Ah. It's for Marie Corrigan. Ooh. Shots fired. Uh, so, <laughs> so for some reason, Marie called... 911 it needed to be taken to the hospital okay. emergency situation yeah that's all the info they have oh they don't know what happened yet but she called for herself yes okay oh and uh so this is important carrie owned a shop on main street okay in, in the property she was using the building she was using mm-hmm. was owned by a guy named al and i didn't put his last name i didn't put any last names down here gore his name is al He's also on the waterboard, huh. and he was really buddy-buddy with uh, Lyle. Mm-hmm. And so Carrie was renting a space from Al, and Lyle really wanted that space. Mm-hmm. And Carrie was like, no, I like this space. And yeah. then Al doubles her rent. Ah. And so she's Classic. like, yeah, she's like, these assholes, they just forced me out because there's no way I can keep up with that, that right. amount of money. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Lyle takes the space. Yeah, naturally. Uh, so she possibly has motive there. There is possible motive. Uh, but according to Carrie recently, Lyle and Al, uh, weren't so buddy, buddy. Mm. Uh, they had a falling out trouble in paradise. And this was right before Lyle's death. (gasps) There's, there's a lot of suspects. You're setting up a lot of things. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of great. What I love about mystery novels is that. Everybody has their finger in one pie or another. Right. And everybody has motive. Yeah. It's great. So later, uh, undisclosed amount of time, uh, Al calls a waterboard meeting Mm. at his home. And uh, normally there's like different places they meet, but he's like, y'all got to come over to my house uh, for a special meeting. Uh, And he has a jacuzzi at his house. (laughs) And uh, they're going to meet in the jacuzzi. (laughs) Because that's not and, professional. And there, there's a thing. That, so uh, Donna doesn't really like Al um, because he is he's also very much a businessman. Well, yeah. And he uh, forced her best friend out of her shop. Uh, something like that. <laughs> and uh, and he's he, he is he's kind of cold blooded. OK. He's pretty rude at times. Uh, and he also likes to look after himself. Um, but he's not a sociopath. Okay. He, he's just not, he's not a great guy, but he's not a bad guy. He's about himself and not society, but that's fine for Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. like, uh, and so. He's got that Sigma male grind set. <laughs> and people kind of get down on Donna for having this expansive garden. Cause they're like, that takes a lot of water. You're using a lot of water. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Didn't but, even think about that. But then she points out that Al has a fucking jacuzzi. Right. And she's like, right. well, everybody has water usage things going on you know like it's not just me like i would say that gardening is more wholesome than a jacuzzi but 
But at the same, I mean, it depends. I I would disagree with her. I'd be like, those are both indulgences. It's it's the the judge Judge Judy would call it the the clean hands doctrine. Yeah. Where just because one person does something wrong doesn't give you an excuse. To exactly. It. Exactly. Uh, oh, and that's a thing that uh, a, a thing that annoys Donna is that she. So everybody has their scheduled days they can use water. Yeah. And she waters her plants whenever the fuck she wants. Mm. And Cyrus doesn't like that. And yeah. He always reminds her like it's not our day. You're not supposed to be using water, and you're on the water board. That's pretty hypocritical. A little bit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a, astonished that the author can somehow manage to make me like Donna, even though she does so much shit wrong. <laughs> I still like the character. Okay. But she is far from perfect. Like, she she does feel like a real person. She feels like every little old lady in, like, every yeah. one-horse suburb. Yeah, pretty much. It's, like, uh, kind of judgmental, but at the same time, she just does what the fuck she wants. Exactly. <laughs> she probably has a plastic bag that's filled with a bunch of other plastic bags. Probably. I, I do in my, in my I mean, cupboard. I do too. I do too. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so Al calls a meeting uh, at his uh, home and uh, Donna is like, well, this is interesting because he has never invited me over to his home before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she knows about the jacuzzi parties. Is it heart shaped? The jacuzzi? Yeah. Uh, no details, actually. No, it's it, heart shaped. It has to be pretty big because they fit a handful of people in it. Oh, yeah. Either it's big or this is a different book than we thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so she goes over and uh, she uh, wears her bathing suit and they all get in the jacuzzi and they're all like, uh, this is a little out of the sorts. We've never had a meeting here before. So what's up? Yeah. Uh, And then Mark Gaster shows up. Hmm. I actually wrote his last name down. Gaster. I hardly know her. And Mark Gaster is a development businessman. Okay. He, he he, He has big plans for housing development in the neighborhood. And he's like, I want to bring more people to this town. Like, we got some neat stuff here that it doesn't go into. But sure, uh, he's into development, right? You got the sound. And he's been, like, for the past few months, he's been trying to get the permissions to develop, right? Mm-hmm. One of them is that the water board has to okay it because they're like, is there enough water for more right. development? Right. But basically, there's 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 also other people he needs to get permissions yeah, yeah. from. You get the city council, you get yeah. the boards, you get the you and know. he he just hasn't been getting that. So he's he keeps showing up. He's trying to grease the wheels. Yeah. He's like, hey, what 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 can I do to convince you that this is a good idea? Yeah. So he shows up to their water board meeting, and they're like, what the fuck? What is he doing here? <laughs> and Al is like, well, I thought I would invite him since uh, you know I I think we can come to an arrangement, and right. they're all like. Uh, no, you're literally the only one who was for this. We're all not for this. Uh, well, Al and Lyle were for it, right? Mm-hmm. So together they were like, Ooh, we want to bring this guy in. Cause he can bring in some money into the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. And, and everybody else was like, no, I don't, I don't think we have the resources to support that kind of development right now. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of a bad idea. Uh, so they, they basically say that they're like, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, you know, he invited you here, but we're all still kind of not for that. Yeah. So he's like, okay. And then leaves. <laughs> and then Al is uh, a little embarrassed because he's like, oh, well, I thought you guys would just change your mind for some reason. <laughs> I thought seeing him in his bathing suit would, uh, <laughs> so would sway you. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird part of the book. Um, I think this whole scenario was, or, was put in the book just so we could learn like two facts. Okay. One. So we know who Mark Gaster is yeah. and what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and the other fact is that one of the guys on the board, his wife works at the hospital 
and she knows why Marie was taken to the hospital. Okay. So that is orchestrated to get us that fact. Sure. Marie was supposedly poisoned. Ooh. And that's why she called the, uh, an ambulance. Yeah. And she's at the hospital recovering. Uh, and she claims that, that someone is trying to kill her. Right. Right. That's, yeah. Oh, and she also, at this moment, she learns that Lyle Jr. is returning to Cedar Harbor to take over his father's business. Mm. That's another, it's like, mm, the mm. son's taking over the business, even though he hasn't wanted to do anything in this town. Yeah. A little convenient that his dad just kicked the bucket, you know, and then he shows up to take over the business. Sure, so, sure. There's another, there's another thread. Uh, so, again, another uh, undisclosed amount of time later, Donna remembers something. Jolene only had one friend growing up. Her name was Sarah. No. Oh. It was Mary. Oh. Gloria's daughter. Who's Gloria? Now, I haven't brought this up. I, I thought it was in my notes, but I guess I didn't bring her up. She was a woman okay. uh, who... <laughs> <laughs> so Donna and Gloria have a little bit of a... Not a rivalry, but Gloria really doesn't seem to like Donna very Gee, much. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, well, well, Donna can't imagine why, like maybe it's cause she's not a very likable person. Maybe not, but I, like they haven't interacted much like, uh, Gloria's daughter, Mary was a student under Donna. Okay. And that's, that's about where it ended. Like they didn't really interact much. Mm -hmm. Now, Gloria's daughter, Mary died, uh, Ooh. when she was young. And that was Jolene's friend. Yes. And, uh, Mary committed suicide. Ooh. And, and Donna was there for Gloria when it happened. Yeah. Like, she's like, we don't associate that much, but I, I want to be here for you. Sure. Like the whole community was right. That was, that was a very tragic thing that happened, but that was Jolene's only friend. So Donna thought it was weird that Gloria didn't mention cause she's interacted with Gloria a couple times and she thought it was weird. Gloria never mentioned that she recognized Karen was Jolene. Cause she was like, she would definitely recognize her daughter's friend because they, they were kind of like the only friends each other had right right it, it was kind of a mutual they were both loners they just became friends and they hung out all the time so but she, like if she doesn't like you why would she tell you well it's the whole rumor mill thing yeah she was like i definitely would have heard from other people like oh, I see. she she okay. would have brought it up and then other people would have spread it I to just, her i hate yeah, well, that's yeah. I hate rumor mills. That's I hate this, them. That's this whole book. I it's know. Like, I don't like it. It's like Varus from Game of Thrones. He just has a spy network yeah. of, of gossipers, right? So she, so she's like, I would have heard this information yeah. before recognizing her myself. I was, I was denied a promotion IRL because of a rumor mill. Jesus, that uh, that wasn't true. And that's, had anybody asked me, I'd have just told them. That's the worst shit. That's the worst shit. So Donna's like, I definitely have to ask Lori about this. Yeah, uh, and. She does at the next historical society meeting, mm -hmm. which they're both a part of. Uh, and there's a lot of people in the historical society. Uh, it's like, it's like a, a lot. I can't, they didn't mention a specific number, but it sounded like, like 30 people. Wow. Yeah. There's like a significant amount of people in the historical society, uh, including the, the elderly woman who is the founder of the, 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 the that's the one that I was right. Like, the one who knows the more. one who knows yeah. more than her, even though that's, Yeah. <laughs> So she asks Gloria at the meeting mm -hmm. about this. Gloria denies this. She's like, no, I didn't recognize her. No, I've never heard the song, Jolene. <laughs> and, uh, and she doesn't want to talk about her daughter. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. It, it, it was like, I think it was like 36 years ago. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I get both sides of it. I do, but 
that's not for you yeah, they're as not the outsider friends. to judge. They're yeah. not friends. Yeah. So it's like, I get that she doesn't want to talk about that, but she does deny recognizing Jolene. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I like, if that's who she was, like, obviously I would recognize her. Her hair is different. She's gained a lot of weight. She has sunglasses. No, I don't recognize her. So Donna can like overhear some of the conversations at the meeting. Okay. And there's a couple people talking, not quietly, about Marie's poisoning. Mm. Word was the poison was from a plant called monkshood. Oh, yeah. I know monkshood. Now, this is a very uncommon poison choice. Most people use strychnine or, you know, that that's something something easier to get hold of, like Uranium. rat poison. And this, so this is a very weird poison, but it's not an uncommon plant, mm-hmm. especially for people who like gardening. Yeah. It's apparently a pretty plant. It is. And someone mentions... Yeah, someone who's an avid gardener would definitely recognize the plant and its poisonous properties. Yeah. And a bunch of people look at Donna. She had monkshood in her garden. <gasps> Later, Jake shows up at her home yep. to ask a few more questions. Hey, you got any monkshood? Yeah, because he's like, hey, you withhold information. <laughs> you probably know something else. Uh, and she learns that the poison that uh, Marie ingested was from a lasagna. That had been given to her shortly after her husband's death. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people had given her food. And she, what? Had lasagna in ages. No, me neither. Lasagna. It's hard to reheat, so I don't bother. What? Yeah, it's really hard to reheat in a microwave. I've never had that issue. No? No. Literally every time I try to reheat lasagna, it's either cold in the center or it's like so cooked that it's hard on the outside. Interesting. I cannot. You got to use more up. cheese. Well, I've never made it from scratch. I always get it, or I have people make it. Put more cheese on it. (sighs) Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. No. No, I've never had that issue. So, a lot of people had given her food after her husband's death. Uh, Not an uncommon thing. So, she has no idea where the lasagna came from. And it was given to her in a disposable... Disposable. (laughs) It was given to her in a disposable... A disposable aluminum dish. You almost went Swedish chef there. I thought Sean Connery. Disposable. Right around this time, uh, Donna's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, by the name of uh, Roberta, okay, who is living in New York, New York City, okay, uh, is going through a divorce with her husband. Is his name Robert? Uh, no, his name is Joel. Mm. Uh, and so she wants to. She's going to go out to uh, Cedar Harbor to spend some time with her mom. Sure. So like, I need to get away from get all some air. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so she shows up and they, you know, reminisce and stuff and it's like a whole chapter of nothing plot relevant. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there's a moment where Cyrus is is like socializing with her and Donna comes home and is like, what the hell are you doing talking to my daughter? That sort of thing. I'm talking to your daughter. <laughs> and, uh, and Donna notices a package on her front porch. Is it a lasagna? It's not. It's unmarked. Ooh. And inside are... A few lemon cookies. Ooh. Now, it mentions this earlier. While she's at the the historical society gathering, uh, a bunch of people bring food. Yep. And someone brings a bunch of lemon cookies. And she's like, these are the best things ever. Who made them? I need to know. Mm-hmm. And the person she was talking to was like, oh, I'll find out and I'll get back to you. Like, I'm not sure. So these uh, this unmarked package of lemon cookies shows up on her doorstep. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's very strange. I guess I'll I'll eat them. <laughs> Naturally, as as you do. <laughs> And Cyrus is like, uh, give me that. <laughs> Don't fucking eat those. Yeah. And a lady was just poisoned <laughs> via lasagna and yes. you're going to eat strange cookies. And Cyrus is like, 
uh, exactly that. He's like, they, they're probably poisoned. I'm going to take this to the police chief and have them tested. Fair. To see if they're poisoned. Totally fair. Uh, so there's some more discussion between Donna and the other members of the water board. And they decide uh, because they, they so they've had one member of the board murdered. Uh, and then there was, there was something about how they needed another member. So it was like, they need two members now. Okay. Uh, and so they're discussing who they should bring on. And so they decide it should be Lyle Jr. or Will. All right. They should bring him on. Lil. As well as a woman named Sue, who's not terribly important to the plot. Oh, uh, uh, you're mistaken. What? Uh, it's a man. Sue? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a man named Sue. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you not know the song, A Boy Named Sue? No. <laughs> really? No. Why is there a boy named Sue? Because his dad knew that he wasn't going to be around, so he named him Sue so that the kid would get picked on so that he would grow up tough. Sounds like Lyle. It's, it's abusive. Johnny Cash, I think. I've never heard that song. Really? Anyways, no. I No. <laughs> I, I'm honestly shocked because you know Johnny Cash. I know Ring of Fire and Folsom Prison. That's it. Interesting. I don't listen to Johnny Cash on a regular basis. I had you pegged wrong. You did. I, well, I mean, I hope you don't peg me at all, but, you know. I mean, you know, it depends. <laughs> uh, so Sue, Sue is a young woman who lives in town. Uh, it's not clear if she grew up there. I don't think she did. I think she's a new person, kind of like Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has two twin boys. Uh, she's divorced. Daryl and Daryl. And uh, <laughs> it's Daryl and Smeryl, actually. Mm. Uh, and, and she's like, she's working full time, trying to take care of two kids. Like she's having, sounds like she needs more responsibility. (laughs) Well, that's, that's what she says when Donna brings it up later. She's like, how about joining the water board? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have to take care of two kids and I have to work. I I can't pay someone to babysit the kids. No, I'm not going to do that. And that becomes important later. So we'll, we'll get back to that. Uh, so Donna gets a call from the person who she was talking to the historical society. And they're like, Hey, I found out who makes those cookies. Bessie Amherst, she's the elderly woman who is the founder of the society. Oh. And so Donna is like, I can't imagine she would want to poison me. So there must be some mistake. So she calls Betsy. Betsy or Bessie? She calls Bessie. And Bessie is like, oh, well, I made them, but I didn't make the recipe. Mm-hmm. I got the recipe from Gloria. <gasps> no. Yeah. And so Donna's like, okay, Gloria doesn't like me for some reason. So that kind of makes sense. Let me ask Gloria. So she calls Gloria and Gloria's like, well, I got the recipe from an old book that was preserved by the historical society. So anyone had access. Literally to it. anyone in the society could mm. have access to it. Mm. Right? So she's like, great. That's a complete dead end then. Yep. So uh, Donna and Roberta go to see Marie Corrigan. And, and Roberta is kind of like her co-investigator now. Yeah. She's yeah. like, this is interesting. I'll help you out with this. So, well, I'm like, getting divorced and I'm here on vacation, but I guess I'll help you with a murder investigation. Yeah, sure. Uh, so they go to talk to Marie Corrigan. Uh, that she's now recovering at home. Oh, okay. Like, nice. oh, she's, she's recovered, but she's still grieving. She was just attacked. Yeah, exactly. She's so, got a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, so they go talk to her. Uh, and Will's uh, there too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, her son. And they want to discuss, like, hey, is there anyone who would want to poison you? What's up? And Marie offers them cookies. They're not lemon cookies. They're just, they're different cookies. Yeah. And both of them are like, no, nah, we're good. We're good. But then Marie is like, no, no, you should have some cookies. Like, have some cookies. I was the one who was poisoned. You should have some cookies. And 
they begrudgingly do. Yeah. They're like, this is getting awkward. Let's just eat some fucking cookies, even if it's poisoned. Whatever. We just, I hate awkward silences. You, what? They no. Do. They, they eat the cookies. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. 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 If you were in that situation, wouldn't you say no? I would. I would also and I say would no. I feel perfectly justified. I'd yes. Say, You've been poisoned. I am potentially almost poisoned. No, I will not eat your cookies. I am not eating anything that I did not prepare myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so while they're discussing all this, and I, f- I didn't mark it down, I forget it, but there's something that tips them off that Marie is burning something. And she's like, yeah, I'm burning some uh, some records, some old records uh, that from left over from my husband. Yeah. Because they're useless to me, but they're sensitive financial information, so I'm burning them instead of shredding them. Oh, oh, not, not, uh, like, vinyls. No, she's not burning records. That I was going to make a Johnny Cash joke. <laughs> she's uh, burning important papers. Uh, and they're like, it's a, it's a good reason, I guess. A little weird that you're doing it so soon. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to need or not. Yeah, it's a, they think it's a little fishy, but it's... It can be justified, right? It's not necessarily suspicious. It's weird. It is a little weird. It's not suspicious, but it's weird. Uh, So when Donna returns home, uh, Cyrus tells her that the cookies contained enough poison to kill all of them. Oh, wow. Like one cookie had enough to kill all of them. Wow. Yeah. Super poisonous. Yeah. It was the same poison that was in the lasagna. The monk's hood. Yes. Aren't you glad you ate cookies at Maria's? (laughs) And and now like Cyrus and Roberta and Donna are all this investigating this together. Right. They're yeah. Because he it. saved her, so now it's like Yeah. So they're like, like oh, maybe is, he's not so bad. This is great. Let's let's figure this out. Yeah. Uh and Cyrus is suspicious of Marie. Okay. Yeah. She's like, I, I think she's the number one suspect. And Donna's like, Well, she couldn't have poisoned herself. And he's like, No, she could have. Like, yeah, there's nothing stopping her. Yeah, like she didn't die. Mm-hmm. She she didn't ingest enough poison to die. Mm-hmm. Like even if she hadn't gotten to the hospital, she would have been fine. She would have been very very ill, like she was, but she would have survived. So like I I think that's suspicious. Yeah. Um, given that there's a different dose in the cookies than the lasagna, eh, whatever. Donna was suspicious of Al. Oh yeah. On the uh, the waterboard. Okay. Um, because he he seemed to be really in with Lyle. They had a falling out, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, he just winds up dead all of a sudden. And Al wants to bring in this developer guy so bad, and he's like going. And Lyle owned a lot of land. He did own a lot of land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Donna goes clam digging with Carrie. <laughs> That's a sentence. <laughs> Carrie's like, "Hey, the tide is super low. Let's go dig for clams." Okay, and make some homemade chowder. So uh, while they're doing that, they talk about all the stuff that's happening, you know, more gossip stuff. And through the conversation, Donna is able to eliminate her as a suspect hmm. uh, because she has an alibi. Oh. She was in uh, California during the period around the murder, right? Oh. Did you investigate the alibi? No, she just says I was out of the state and she's like, okay, you're not a suspect. <laughs> uh, there, there's another moment where Donna kind of just remembers something. Um, so there's something that does bring it up, but I don't remember exactly what it was, but she remembers that the author forgot she wanted her to know this. <laughs> well, she remembers that Mary, the girl who committed suicide. Yeah. She had a scrapbook. Okay. And I don't, I don't know how Donna has the scrapbook. I think it was like a school assignment where it's like, you need a scrapbook your summer or something. Oh, sure. And so she still has it. Yeah. And in Mary's scrapbook, there are mentions of a secret place that only her and Jolene knew about. Oh, it's like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> kind of. And it's not explicit where this spot is, 
Um, but there's like it, it's it's almost like a riddle as to where it is. Ooh, uh, it's like very poetic in its description. It's uh, inside a hollow tree beyond the stone door. No, sorry. With some chalk drawings of a boy and a girl on it for some reason. No. No? That door's not important ever, is it? I don't think it is. Uh, In the first game, they're all talk- they're talking about the door, the door, what's beyond the door, but then yeah. it just isn't anything, <laughs> I don't think. I don't remember. I don't remember if they go back there in three or not. I don't remember. Donna's daughter is getting uh, cozy with Will mm-hmm. for information. Oh, uh, so she's like going out with him okay. and seeing what she can learn. Yeah. She's going to pump him Cut. for information. Yes. But in the process, she's also like, he's actually a cool guy. Very James Bond. And her. I'm kind of, kind of into him. So she, she learns that Will followed them once to their secret spot. So he knows where it is. Who will follow them? Uh, Lyle Jr. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so as, as a big old group, like Will has now joined their investigative group. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's also eliminated because he had an alibi as well. Again, did, <laughs> did you just take his word for it? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're just All like, right, okay. They're just like, okay. Uh, so he's part of their group now. Yeah. And he has a boat. Oh. And this hidden spot is a cave at the foot of a cliff out along the water. And the only way to get to it is by boat. So he's like, I have a boat. Let's go out there and, and, and they believe that they they might find Jolene's body out there. Be- oh, they never found, they never found Jolene. Oh, oh, Jolene. Right, 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 right. I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking Maria. Not, not um, Marie. Yeah. No, Jolene. Okay. Uh, no, Marie is the mother, Lyle's wife. Was it Maria? Mary. Oh, Mary. Is the girl who committed suicide. Okay. I was thinking it was Mary, but you mean Jolene who disappeared when right. uh, the police knew who she was. Yeah. And they mentioned that Jolene is quote unquote disturbed. But they don't go into detail. Yeah. And then at this point, they're like, they're concerned that Jolene went out there and committed suicide because sure. she was disturbed. Yeah. Um, they, they think she came back, killed her father, and went out there and committed suicide mm-hmm. the same way her friend did. Yeah. Uh, so they go out there. Do we know how Mary unalived herself? She shot herself with her father's gun. Oh, brutal. Uh, so they go to the cave. And uh, there's a whole thing with Cyrus is like, I'm going in there alone and you guys are not coming in. Because how many of you have seen a dead body? Why have you? Uh, well, he has military background. I didn't. Oh, okay. That, but <laughs> but he has seen dead bodies. Yeah. In, yeah. Okay. In, in active duty, so right. he's like he gets uh, a, he gets a pass there. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna go in there, and if there's a dead body, then I'll we'll know take what care to do. Yeah, yeah. I'll take care of it. And they do indeed find Jolene's body. Rip. And it appears that she shot herself in the head the same way Mary did. I'll bet she didn't. Now. Donna does not buy it. Yeah. Uh, for two reasons. It's too neat. Jolene was left-handed, not right-handed. The gun was in her right hand. I just watched a Sherlock episode about that. <laughs> Number two, there was no boat at the cave. Right. If she went there to commit suicide, there would still be a boat there. Yeah. Uh, and the police chief, they she tells this to the police chief, and he kind of writes it off. He's like, yeah, plenty of people commit suicide with their offhand, and the boat might have just been salvaged by some teenagers or something. They might have just taken it when they saw it. And she's like, well, did you? was there any reports of missing boats? And he's like, I didn't check. And Bruh. she's like, you're incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you want this. You want this to be over. It's not over. It's that classic scene in every... Like police detective movie. Right, right. So Roberta is getting uh, close enough to Will that he starts disclosing some information uh, that nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. So one of these info drops is that 
he once discovered his father's pornography collection. Oh. Yep. I don't want to know what my parents are into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he discovers that. And in the book frames it very oddly. It's it, they kind of almost imply that the fact he has a pornography collection means that he must be into some illegal shit. That that's very small town. Yes. That tracks. It's really odd to me, but that's essentially what Donna thinks. Yeah. Do you you ever find wood porn? Uh, Oh, just down in the woods? Yeah. Um, No, I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I knew somebody who did, and then they took it home and burned it. Sure. Oh, wow. Um, Because they were were like an ultra-responsible person, and they were like, this is smut. I'm going to get rid of it. Um, At this point in the story, I was like, that's very random. Yeah, a little bit. So the gun that they found on Jolene, mm-hmm. uh, Jake tells them that there's a notch on the pommel of the handgun, and it's a notch that, I don't know if this is a real thing, mm-hmm. but according to him, in police investigations, if a weapon is involved in a crime, they mark it so that if it comes up again, they know to look in their records for that weapon. I feel like that's not a thing because you're tampering just, with evidence. They literally just like... Put in the serial number, I think, yeah. and that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, but according to him, that gun had a notch on it, so it was involved in a crime previously. Mm-hmm. The problem is the records were not uh, modernized. Wow, what good was your notch? So all the records were in boxes in the basement. Yeah. And the police chief, he, he says something like the police chief would not be okay with me going through those records. What for? Because he's an idiot. I don't know. What? This is a, you, you, you have a gun that's been linked to another crime that's used right. to off somebody. Right. But he. And you have suspicious circumstances because it's her offhand. But he's saying it was just a murder-suicide case closed. We don't need to dig into this. Yeah, I know. So if Jake does that, he's he could be fired. And they're like, we don't want that because you're the only competent cop on the force. Competent. <laughs> competent. But he's like, I promise I'll do some digging on the down low right. to see if I can dig up something about this. So he does figure out where the gun came from. <gasps> Was it the same gun? It belonged to Gloria's husband. Oh, not even close. The same gun that Mary killed herself with. I thought you said she killed herself with Lyle's gun. Well, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say... Oh, no. You said her father's gun. Yes. And my mind went to Lyle. Yeah, no, the, the, but yeah, no, we're good. We're uh, good. That it, was, that was a my bad. Right, right. And her father isn't much a part of this other than he had a gun and she used that. Yeah. Gun. Yeah. Um, so it was the same gun. Right. And, and there's a whole bit about how, uh, that gun went missing and nobody knew what happened to it. And it only showed up again when the, these two murders happened. Found it. Uh, oh, and it, it's the same gun that was used on Lyle. So that, that's, oh, oh, that's he was why shot. The, yeah. That's why the police chief was like, ah, oh, open and shut. She she took this gun when she was young. More like she, open and shot. She she kept it all this time, killed Lyle with it, and then offed herself with it. Sure. Done. She waited 30 years to do that. Yeah. I I totally didn't write this in my notes, but at one point they discover that Mark Gaster, the development guy, yeah. has been like not necessarily bribing people. But he's been he's been whining and dining members of the different boards that are keeping him from developing. Well, yeah, it's what you do. And so one of the boards has greenlit his development. <gasps> so now, like, the water board is the only one staying in his way. I mean, as long as they stay in his way, then who cares? Well, Al is the president of the board. Oh. Uh, and he has a little bit more power than everyone else. So they're worried, like, things may shift eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not sure about this. And then they discover that Al 
has controlling shares, like the majority share, in his development business. Yeah, that tracks. So he's the number one investor. And they're like, that is conflicting interests. Right. You cannot be on this board if that's the... Yeah. But they're they're not sure, like, when to pop this. They want to find, like, a good opportunity to do that. Um, Immediately. Well, they wait for the next, like, city council meeting. Why? And then they, they wait uh, for them to go through all the different things. And uh, then... Are there any here who think these two should not be wed? <laughs> And, uh, and then the, the Al is bringing up the final thing on the docket of the yeah. day. Uh, and then Cyrus gets up dramatically and he's like, may I say something? Your honor, uh, I object hearsay. I, <laughs> I have papers here that prove that you are a major- majority shareholder in this new development and you should not be the fucking president. Uh, so resign or we're going to vote you off. And Al resigns. Nice. Uh, he, he takes it very uh, professionally, he's like, "Ah, oh, you caught me." Yeah, basically, he's like, "Yeah, you're right. I'll resign," and he steps down because he's still rich as fuck. Well, yeah, he's still like, yeah, as a majority share in a development business. So, so he's off, and then everyone's like, "Well, we need a new president now." Cyrus, you're president, and he's like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, you're kind of like the smartest, most responsible guy in town now." So, I mean, he is, but like, <laughs> you get the job. <laughs> Does it come with a stipend? Uh, so afterwards, everybody's like having refreshments and shit. Lemon cookies? Uh, I don't think there's any lemon cookies. But lasagna. Um, no lasagna. What about salad? I, that's what I would do. If I was going to poison somebody with monkshood, I'd just make them a salad and just put monkshood in the salad. They're like, oh, what is this stemmy flower shit in my salad? <laughs> You've never seen flowers in salad? That's what no, they do at fancy places. I've never seen that before. Yeah, they put flowers in them. So everybody's like having refreshments and Gloria is eating something. I forget. It's like the cookies or something. And then Gloria comes up with some coffee or uh, a carrot cake. Oh. And she's like, uh, fucking Donna, you have to try some of this, this carrot cake. And carrot Donna's like, delicious. Donna's like, no, thanks. I'm already eating some. And Cyrus is like, Hey, I'll have some of that. And, <laughs> and Gloria's like, no, 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 no. You can't have any of this. You you could gain weight. You need to keep that figure. And then she hustles off. <laughs> uh... That's what Donna says. She's like, <laughs> wow, could you be any more suspicious? Yeah, for real. And then Cyrus is like, we need to go after her because she's about to throw that out. Yeah. And that's probably poison. And we could test that. Yeah. So they run after her and she makes it out of the building before they can catch her. So she's running. It's like in a church. So she runs across the church parking lot <laughs> and into the trees carrying this cake. Pan. <laughs> and uh and, and fucking Donna catches up with her and Gloria pulls out a knife. Oh. Yep, she's armed. And she starts confessing. So Lyle's pornography collection. Yeah. It was child pornography. Oh. Why the fuck Jake did not mention that? Yeah, you know, that's not a little... Jake, uh Will, Lyle Jr. Oh, yeah, because he's the one who found it. He's the one who found it. Yeah. He left out that little piece of information. A little bit. And he turns out to be a good guy. So why the fuck would he not say that? Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me guess. <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was Kitty Prawn of Mary. Uh no. 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 Uh, but he did molest Mary and Jolene. Okay, close enough. But that that's the one of the biggest hangups I have in the story. Is why they didn't mention it? Yeah. It's like, that's pretty goddamn important. Yeah. There's a huge distinction between pornography and child pornography. Yeah, exactly. And there is literally no reason why Will would not tell them that. Hey, my dad was into some weird stuff. 
that I, I get so hung up on that. This is so stupid. Um, but anyway, she starts she starts telling Donna all this because Donna's like, "Why are you trying to kill me? I don't get it." Yeah, and Gloria is like, "This is what happened." And Mary confided in you more than anyone else because you were her teacher and so you, you cared knew. about her. And Donna was like, I didn't know about this. Like, she did not tell me this. Yeah. I don't know why you think, like, no, she did not tell me about this. If I knew, I would have done something. Clearly. And the reason that Gloria, well, he, she killed Lyle, Lyle for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she waited until Jolene came back to town because she knew... She didn't know. She guessed that Jolene would be back eventually to confront her father Mm -hmm. or do something. Mm -hmm. So she waited until she came back, killed Lyle, and then lured Jolene out to the cave because, now this is where I was confused, but she, the reason she did that is because Jolene knew her father did this. Right. And didn't say anything. She invited Mary to their home for a sleepover. Oh. And it doesn't say, but I would say like her father manipulated her into that. Yeah. Or, yeah. or just ordered her to do that. So she killed Jolene and made it look like a su- murder-suicide. Right. To avenge her daughter's suicide uh, as the result of abuse. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, Gloria's husband like drank himself to death because of the suicide sure. and stuff. So like her, yeah. her life was in shambles. Yeah. So she wanted revenge. So she just stewed on that. And that's also why she's been so like nasty to Donna, like forever. Right. Cause she thought she knew. Yeah. She thought she knew, but she just didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, that this, this whole book read like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, what, what's a, like, what's a kid's detective, like the boxcar children, boxcar or, children, Hardy yeah. boys, the Hardy, it, it Nancy felt Drew. like, it felt like a, yeah, like a Nancy Drew mystery up to that point. And then it's like CP and I'm like, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it got really, really dark all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, and this is Nancy Drew after dark. <laughs> yeah. This is Nancy Drew when she's 60 years old. <laughs> Uh, and then after explaining all this, Gloria goes at um, Donna with a knife. Uh, even though she knows now that Donna didn't know. Well, I guess she just doesn't believe well, her. Well, she doesn't believe her. Yeah, yeah. she's just rage-filled. Yeah. Uh, and then she dodges a couple times, and then uh, Cyrus shows up in time to disarm her. Nice. Um, and the police arrest her. Uh, everyone ha- lives happily ever after. There's a little bit at the very end where... Uh, there's a slug that comes flying over the fence Yeet. into her garden, and Cyrus had built a catapult for slugs. <laughs> that's adorable. And yeah, that's basically how it ends up is just she's like, oh, you, what am I going to do with you? That's funny. And uh, themed. Themed. That was that was interesting. It was. It was not a bad book at all. No. Uh, it was definitely like... Well, it was well written. Okay. Uh, there, there was a few hangups I had. One of them was, of course, why didn't you mention it? Why the fuck yeah. did Will not mention it was child porn? There's a huge distinction there. Yeah. No reason that I could see that he wouldn't say that, uh, unless his memory just failed him. Or just like to protect the legacy of his father. But his father's everybody a piece hated. of shit who yeah. who abused everybody. Yeah. And he was a victim of that. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Um. So that didn't make any sense to me. No. Um. The book, I would say, was pretty boring most of the time. It kind of felt like that. There was nothing thrilling at all throughout the entire book. Um, a lot of the thrilling stuff she just hears about. Right. 
Or right. like when they find the body of Jolene, Cyrus just went and was like, hey, we found it. Yeah, it was stuff happens around her, not to her. Yeah, which makes sense. She's an old lady. Right, and right. And like, so I, I think m- almost everything in it makes sense, but it's not that exciting. It's not that thrilling. It's fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine book. It seemed perfectly serviceable. Yeah. Why is it called The Slug War? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It, that had very little to do with the story at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, and do you want to know do you want to know why it's called Donna Rose? Yes. Because Rose is her middle name. Oh. And by the end of the book, Cyrus is calling her Donna Rose. Okay. That's it. Uh, all right. <laughs> We have a rating system on our show, and each week, the person who read the book must give that book said rating. Now, our rating system consists of one to five levels. We have the lowest being a toilet paper, which is not worth the material it's printed on. We have a number two being a shampoo bottle, which is, you know, it's there. You can read it if you have nothing better to do, maybe on the pot. Uh, We have three, which is an Ikea manual, usually either competently written or entertaining, not both. Kindle pick, which is good discounted, uh, maybe buy electronically, something like that. Or a hardcover, which is an instant classic so lord slug what would you call this book i can't believe i didn't think of lord slug yeah i know pretty good i've been holding on to that since the beginning yeah i would have to give it an ikea manual uh it was it was well written uh as far as the writing goes i didn't really have any qualms at all there's the the one hiccup in the plot right uh and i thought it was pretty boring uh, there, there is so much of just her living as a retired teacher mm-hmm. and her, her daughter visits and they talk about stuff that has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> she has a lot of interactions with Cyrus, which is for the point of developing a relationship, but that also doesn't have a whole lot to do with the plot right. other than he just starts helping them. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of fluff, which to me, it felt like this book was written by an older lady and is intended for really, really casual mystery fans. It it seems like it absolutely seems like it's written to be one of those books that you buy in bulk, sit down, read all of them in a day and then move on about your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there, there was definitely a lot of elements I didn't bring up cause they just weren't that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. There was a romance that almost happened between Jake and Sue. Uh, and then it turned out Sue was kind of dating Mark Gaster, the development guy. Oh, that's weird. And so, yeah. And, and then Mark Gaster, uh, or uh, Al was saying that he, oh yeah, there was a whole turnaround because Donna asked Sue if she wanted to be on the waterboard and Sue was like, Hell nah. Yeah. And then Al asked her to be on the waterboard and she's like, sure. Oh. And Donna was like, that's fucking suspicious. A little bit. Uh, but then it just, it turned out that Mark Gaster was like, yeah, I'll pay for your kids to be babysat if you want to be on the waterboard. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Like Mark, Mark Gaster ended up just being a cool dude. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there was like most mysteries, there's red herrings and plot lines oh, for that sure, don't, for sure, for sure. don't come out, you know? Um, but I, I will say as far as mystery setups, this one was pretty goddamn decent. Uh, it started out with a whole lot of suspects, yeah, and then slowly started chiseling them down. And uh, although I, I suspected it was Gloria, like from the fucking beginning, mm-hmm. and then there was a moment where I heard Cyrus's argument for M- Marie, and I was like, "Oh, the battered wife whose kids were dr- driven away makes sense. She tried to cover it up by poisoning herself." So it was very effective in making you question, like, yeah. ev- every angle, yeah. Um, so, so did Gloria try and poison Marie because she 
it's the same kind of thing. Like Marie knew what was going on and didn't say anything. I suspect. Yes. Okay. I don't know if it explicitly stated that. Um, I, I kind of forgot about Marie yeah. after the whole burning important papers thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I would suspect, yeah, she knew something was up and didn't say anything. Okay. So she was just like, I'm just going to fucking take them all out. So yeah, IKEA manual. Nice. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, you can always catch us wherever you find your local podcast. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, we don't have a direct link yet, but you know, it's at the bottom of the episode. It's getting there. Yeah. YouTube.com uh, search page too far. We're there. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash a page too far. We got all kinds of content there. We got bonus episodes. We got outtakes. We got footnotes, which are kind of longer outtakes that, you know, go a little longer. I have to apologize because we're kind of backed up on bonus episodes, but in the next week, they will fucking be up there. I swear to God, last month's and this month's will be on the Patreon. Um, but yeah, we'll get bonus episodes up there. We, we have them recorded. We just need to edit them. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have footnotes which are longer versions of outtakes maybe if we go on tangents or stories or something like that there's some there's some interesting ones in there i broke my arm you got robbed yeah. i almost said you got shot um <laughs> <laughs> maybe at some point i don't know yeah who knows uh we have uh, instagram and twitter both at a page too far um we also started streaming on twitch we mentioned that at the beginning of the episode but uh if you go to twitch.tv slash a game too far every wednesday starting at around seven right. uh we will be streaming there um maybe more days to follow maybe not we have our own individual channels that we're kind of streaming ish on um, but yeah, check us out. Support us if you can. Don't if you can't. We love you. Hashtag Boba Lives. Yep. Hashtag Slughead, which is <laughs> what uh Boris from Goldeneye calls people. Slughead. What does that mean? It means they're a slughead. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Hashtag Slughead. <laughs>